Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis, and here we are again for another boardroom Ooh, chat. I like these boardroom chats. Yeah. I hope people are really... In fact, a lot of people call in, they say they really enjoy the way we interact with each other. Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. wonder what that means. <laughs> 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 if you think this is something, you ought to be at my house. Right? <laughs> we I really told, get some interaction. Yeah, I told him this morning, look, when you wake up and you're going to turn the light on, it's close the door. Amazing. I never say that. She gets me, up, that's she makes all kind of noise, running over to the bathroom, putting the lights on. I never say nothing. The minute I go in, I I mean, I don't say, I don't, I don't, no sound. I put the light on, and if she happens to be turned over, she goes, uh, you woke me up. I didn't wake you up, you woke yourself up. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying? We're interacting. We're folks. interacting right now, praise the Lord. And it's so good to be here. Another boardroom <laughs> chat number 106. You know, people are writing in saying that they love all the different things that we do, whether it be the, the boardroom chat or the yeah. faith, the facts, or we do also a glorious living, which you're going to be on this week. Yeah, you I actually like that. did something new this week. You were on Flashpoint. Yeah, I was on Flashpoint the other night. It was a blessing. It's probably Plus still out there. But watch. I love that faith, the facts. If you hadn't watched faith, the facts, it's a little five-minute segment. I mean, you can watch it just getting in the car, driving to wherever you go. You it's know? always so powerful. It, it's a blessing. It's, it's, it's one thought process that, that'll bless you and minister life to you. Today, I want to talk about something that a lot of people does not really understand. Mm. And that's M-O-N-E-Y. It's called money. Mm. And you need money in this life, you know, on this hemisphere, because we're an economic Economy. Every, um, every hemisphere. Every hemisphere. The well, you know, wherever it's at. <laughs> but I want to tell you what, and most people misunderstand money when it comes to God. All they think of God is poor, poverty. He became poor, but he said, through his poverty, you might become rich. Anybody that leaves heaven and comes here and go live at Elon Musk's house is poverty compared to heaven. You see what I'm saying? Compared to, I don't care the richest people in the world, you got to understand heaven is oh, something. Yeah, exactly. Now, if this is all so bad, then why did God make gold streets, diamond, barrel, jasper, onyx, ruby Gates foundations? Of pearl. Gates, Gates of, of pearl. pearl. My God. I mean, and you know, and let me tell you why. Because he got good taste. Yeah, and he takes time <laughs> to describe the clothing. Oh, that the clothes. It's just amazing. But I'm going to tell you what the Lord says. And I want you to go with me to the book of Proverbs, chapter 11. And I believe you're going to be blessed in this. And I, I, and I want to talk about this for just for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. First, well, let me go first to Proverbs chapter 10. I want to read verse 15. Now, this is the scripture. This is not Jesse the Planet's opinion. This is what it says here in this Bible. Right. Your Bible will say it too. You can get different uh, translations if All you right. like, Kathy, if you okay. want. And that's verse 15. It says, the rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. So what this what is destruction? Right. Poverty. You know why? Because it's a curse. It's Satan saying, I'm taking everything you got, and I'm a, and you barely going to make it in life, and if you don't like it, tough. If you talk too much, I'll kill you, because he's a, he's a serial killer. Let me say it again. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. Mm -hmm. Now, Kathy, what does that say in the Amplified? Which the other? Amplified says the rich is very similar. The rich, rich man's wealth is his strong city. Mm -hmm. The poverty of the poor is their ruin. Okay. And All the right. uh, okay. passion says it a little differently, okay. too. It, Can you get passion. it? I have it here somewhere. Ugh. Okay. Well, while she's looking for that, when you understand that poverty is destructive, I mean, do you enjoy seeing the homeless on the streets? I'm pretty sure they don't want to be on the streets. They'd like to have something. 
You see what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with that. But it's amazing how the church world for 2,000 years has preached poverty as a blessing. Right. Now, you see what I'm saying? Now, I, well, why are you looking? You I have, have it. it. I have okay, it. Read, read it. It says, a rich, this is the passion. It says, a rich man's wealth becomes like a citadel of strength. Praise the Lord. But the poverty of the poor lives their security in shambles. And that reference for citadel of strength says his fortified yeah. city. It le and the, and the, 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 the poverty city. leaves their what now, it says? Poverty, uh, the, but the poverty of the poor leaves their security in shambles. That's my point. See, see, the best thing you can do for the poor is not to be poor. Now look at verse 22 of Proverbs 10. Then we're going to Proverbs 11. It says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. Now if that's bad, why does God bless people? Yeah. What's he doing? So you can be blessed in this. People say, well, that's spiritual. That's true. But it's also physical. It's also financial. It is a blessing to be healthy. And, you know, I'm going to almost, I'm going to be 73 years old, July the 9th, 2022. Okay? The reason I put that so you'll know it if you ever, if you ever run back years from now when I, when I said it. Now, why say I have health. I mean, if there's something wrong with me, I don't know there is. Right. And I'm telling you, it's a blessing to get up in the morning and not hurt. It's a blessing to get up in the morning and not go to try to, you know, walk this here and walk there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do, I'm on the treadmill uh, usually five days a week. I do a lot of exercise because the Bible said, you know, you got to present this body a living sacrifice. So the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. It's the same way spiritually, physically, and financially. So uh, you could say, a man my age, I'm rich physically. Mm -hmm. In fact, I have one of the most wonderful compliments of all places when I did my last colonoscopy, I'll never forget this, 10 <laughs> years ago, well, more than 10 years ago, when I first did that, I was 60 years old, should have waited, should have done it earlier. That, and he told me, he said, there's no polyps, I believe is what it was. None of that, he said, I, I don't want to see you for 10 years. I said, I promise you, you're not going to see me for 10 years. <laughs> and I did not, I didn't even drive by the man's office <laughs> for 10 years. Okay, when I made 70 years old, I couldn't go because of the COVID, shut all that down, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Well, I finally got it done at 71. And he said, now, and he told me, he said, if we don't find any polyps or anything this time at 71, he said, you're never going to do this again. Because they say as you get older, your uh, colon gets a little bit thinner and they don't want to tear something. I said, okay, sound good. Well, we went through the procedure and all that kind of stuff. He found nothing. He said, well, you never have to do this ever again. But here's the statement that I love that the nurses said. Right before I went in for them to, uh, to do the, the, uh, the examination. Yeah, they were looking at your chart. They, they, they got think. a chart. They said you had to your ask some questions. And, all that. and so they asked me my history and different things. And here's the statement they said. Finally, a healthy one. It must be so I'll never, I'll, I'll never forget that long as I live. And I, I looked at them and said, excuse me, what did you say? This, they said, finally, a healthy one. Most people your age, they're struggling. Now, why is that? The blessing of the Lord. Right. It's touched me spiritually. Yes. Yes. It's touched me physically. Yes. You see what I'm saying? And the blessing, and God's mentally, way. I think you're smarter now. You think I'm smarter? Well, I hope so. I'm older. <laughs> I should be. You know, I should yeah, learn some things. Of course. Things. See, the blessing, the ability to make wealth. You're right. Oh, watch this. The ability to make uh, uh, the blessing, uh, wealth in my, in my physical body. Right. Because it's my job to present my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is my reasonable That's right. service. That's okay. Right. Now, so the blessing of the Lord is make it rich. Now, let's deal with the financial side. What's wrong with rich? Now, let me tell you, the only thing that goes bad in, in, in being rich is if you fall in love with what you have. 
Right. You fall in love with that money. Money's not bad because I've said this before. If money is so bad, like a lot of people say it is, then why do you have a hard time giving it away? <laughs> That's so good. See, if it's bad, you'd get rid of it. You know, right. if you ate some bad food, you throw it away, right? Of Anything course. bad, you just get rid of it. But you know what? You hold on to it because it's not bad because it supplies the different things that you need in this economic society. So the blessing of the Lord is make it rich. That's spiritually, physically, and financially. Watch it. And he added no sorrow with it. That I want to talk about. I love that. I've seen a lot of people that were wealthy. And now if money makes you so happy, why did they commit suicide? Mm -hmm. Why did those things happen? Wait a minute. According to the world, the people that have never had, well, well, if I had that, I could, you know, I'd be fine. If I could drive that kind of car, if I could live in that kind of house, or if I could, you know, do this for my kids, and I would be so happy. Well, then why some of these people who are very, very wealthy, I mean, in deep depression. I mean, I heard of one producer, he might have been a director, just committed suicide, just jumped off a bridge. Wealthy. Just, wait a minute. That's supposed to stop that. See? Because, you see, you can be wealthy and not have the blessing of God. Mm -hmm. Because when you want to know if it's God's blessing, he doesn't add sorrow with that. Yeah, and that's true even if people that have an a, a average amount of wealth or increase. Mm -hmm. I remember you told me the story of your family, how they had this poverty spirit on them. Oh, God, yeah. In fact, you had a grandmother who had saved, which I guess she may have come out of hard times, and she had saved a up. Great-grandmother. Great-grandmother, a certain amount of silver, silver, dollars. silver dollars, and she kept them tied in to... a bandana on her leg and Tell hit them, bit how her many leg. did she have uh, they said 500 of them you know how heavy that is has to be uh, on her leg and now, she kept that there that's she that and was her died security. with that on her leg uh -huh. and they used that money to pay for her funeral and then her son was your the grandfather that i'm that's talking about that they called the miser was that her son that's my, my, was, that's my, my grandfather, Eddie the player. She had that same, same she communicated that, to, not, communicated that by example, probably to her son, and he died a miser, and he had lots of money, my but grandfather, he, divide, he died of malnutrition because he wouldn't feed himself, is what you told me. He was 62 pounds. I remember when you brought me to I remember when I, you told me, I said, this guy will blow your socks off. He was talking Cat. about how skinny he was. I said, no, oh, you, you're I mean, exaggerating. Like Yes, I said he looked like a vampire. Yeah. She said, oh, no, can't, yes, can't she can't be. can't be. And when Kathy saw her, Oh, he looked saw like her, Bella went, Lugosi oh, in that vampire. Oh, his Lord. Yeah. Skeleton I mean, with skin. skin. And all his fingers were stained with nicotine because they smoked constantly and oh. things like that. And they 62 pounds. Now, you see, I tell people the anointing of increase is on me. But he had money. Wait, wait, that's right. Oh, yeah, he had money. The anointing of increase is on me. It is on me. But watch this. If you get around poverty a lot, that will come upon you. That stuff transfers. The mindset. <clears throat> In the mindset, right. Uh -huh. Now watch this. He had, this is going to sound crazy. Him and my grandmother, they were on Social Security, okay? You know, he never wants cash, he never wants cash any of his Social well, Security check. he never spent with the Not money, spent right? a dollar. Put it in the bank. Now, they lived off of hers. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, they didn't live very good. I thought he hid it in the couch. Right, and he would take money, and he'd take grandma's, <laughs> and he stuck it. And when he passed away, I'll never forget when I was a little boy. This is going to sound crazy, but he was mean as a snake. Yeah, he was mean. I mean, if we went over, he'd say, I'm five years old. I can remember like yesterday. You didn't come to eat, did you? <laughs> good, you know, you're a grandkid, you know what I'm saying? And if I got close to that little, I call it a love seat, but it wasn't very much bigger than this table. He, boy, he had a stick. He kept on saying, pow, he hit you. Get, get the yeah. way he actually cussed a little bit, you know? We don't want to well, hear come that. to find out when he passed away, they went to pick up the, the couch. They were moving that stuff out. And there was a slit in the couch, like all the way like the, to the back. Uh -huh. And when the man picked up, his hands went in the slit uh -huh. and money fell out. Uh -oh. And it was over $10,000 just in that little thing. We know it was all over in the wall. We don't know what, what, what he did. 
who knows? Yeah. You know, you know that kind of stuff. Now watch it. You see, because you see, he had money, but he had sorrow. Mm -hmm. You see, and I think about this, and I, and I don't know, I don't know the man personally. I think probably one of the greatest comedians of my lifetime was Robin Williams. The, uh, the, He's hilarious. Oh, the best. I mean, you know, talented, gr dramatic actor, comedian, you name it. Gifted. And then depressed, wealthy, mm. could make everybody laugh, couldn't make himself laugh. What happened? Let me tell you what happened. What happens is you can make wealth, but if it's not coming from the Lord, yeah. it is vanity. Yeah. It's a now, difference between having money and money having you. Right. Look they what it says here, Kathy. And ruled in, by it. In Proverbs, watch this. Proverbs chapter um, 13, verse 11 says, wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished. Ooh, look at this. But he that gathereth by labor shall increase. That's Proverbs 13. See? Which one is it? I can't keep up. That is Proverbs chapter 13, verse 11. 13, 11. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathered by labor shall increase. Let me read that in the Amplified when okay. you have a minute. All right. When you're ready. Go. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, it says wealth, uh, Proverbs 13, 11, Amplified says, wealth not earned, but won in haste or unjustly from the production of things for vain or detrimental use, yeah. such riches will dwindle away. But he who gathers little by little will increase his riches. Oh, oh I want to. I read something That's the other great. day on Facebook that blew me away. One of the richest families in American history was the Vanderbilts. Right. It started with Commodore Vanderbilt. Cornelius. Way back, Cornelius, Cornelius. Vanderbilt. He borrowed $100 or $125 from, from his, his mother. mother. Right. Now, that was a lot of money back then. Right. And he, he bought a ferry so he could For go up and bring people right. across the Hudson River. Mm -hmm. And then he got into the New, uh, the, uh, New York, the railroads, the New York Central Transportation. Station, everything. Mm -hmm. They became so vastly wealthy. Mm -hmm. Now watch this. A very smart man, you know, blah, blah, this and that. Now he had sons and, and you know, and you would think there would be enough wealth there to last forever if people took care of it. But a lot of it was vanity. They said back in those days, who could build the biggest house? Who could be the most extravagant? See, that's vanity. Mm -hmm. Who could be this and that to show people this and that? Well, watch this. And I, I, I read this the other day on Facebook. And it showed there was a girl, they called her the rich girl, the little Gloria Vanderbilt. She's the one that came out with those jeans, Gloria Vanderbilt jeans, way back know. when. Really? Okay. Well, you now, know some stuff. Oh, yeah. I just, I just <laughs> read this yesterday. That's why I guess I know it. But her son uh, is an a, a anchor on uh, CNN. Uh, he's, he's got white hair like me. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, but uh, uh, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Okay, but it says this, and correct me if I'm wrong, if Anderson, if you ever see this, <laughs> but sure your watching. mother said this: there is no trust fund because uh -uh. they never took care of it. Oh. Uh, Gloria's father was Reginald Vanderbilt. Now I just read this, and he was a gambler, just gambled with money away. Just, I mean, just, and you, I mean, just throwed it away. See what I'm saying? And because it was gotten it. by he, didn't, he, he didn't, didn't earn it. it. It was gotten. By vanity. But if you go back to Proverbs chapter 10 and you read, uh, he said that the, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he added no sorrow with it. In other words, then you're walking in the anointing of being blessed spiritually, being blessed physically, and being blessed financially. Then God says that that wealth will make a strong city and you'll right. be able to help the poor. Right. Look what he says in Proverbs chapter 11. Uh, verse uh, 11. It says, By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. Now, it's amazing. You can exalt where you live. 
if you live in the blessing of the Lord mm -hmm. and make it rich and you add it no sorrow. People say, well, Brother Jesse, how did you obtain what you have? Well, you know, I, 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 you know I'm not the best businessman in the world, but I'm not dumb. I, I, you know, I've had some nice investment things of that nature. But my greatest investment was my giving to God's work. Mm -hmm. So I look for the right soils, like you look for the right stocks, the right bonds, right real estate, things of that nature. And look what it says in verse, uh, Proverbs 11, verse 24, and I want you to read that in different, in different translation. There is that scattereth and yet increaseth, or know what you give, and you increase. And there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but it tendeth to poverty. Would you read that in any translation? Proverbs 11:24 in the Amplified says, there are those who generously scatter abroad uh -huh. and yet increase more. Mm -hmm. There are those who withhold more than is fitting or what is justly due, but it results only in want. Yeah. Now, you see, people get angry and say, that man's got this, he's got that. You know, it's, uh, if you realize what I give, you would freak out. I give a lot more than some people make, and I don't mean that pridefully. Well, that's and what yet, verse 25 says. The liberal person shall be enriched, and he who waters <laughs> shall himself that's be right. watered. I love being a blessing. Like if I go out and eat dinner or lunch or whatever, I... I, I I usually tip more than the meal. Why? Well, those people got to make a living. You know, they're working hard. They got to make a living. You know what I'm saying? I never forget uh, for, uh, for Easter, we went, me and you ate out with my daughter and granddaughter and everything. And it had a really wonderful time. And I gave this lady a nice tip. And she said, watch Zach words. You have no idea how much I needed that. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I didn't. But the Lord did. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't know that girl. No. But the, evidently the Lord said, Jesse well, will bless her if I tell him to. So I, read, I mean. That's she, our lifestyle. That's my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And watch this. I cannot outgive God. I just keep getting blessed every day of my life, spiritually, physically, and financially. I got off the treadmill this morning. I walked over there and I thought, my God, man. I mean, I, I, I look at a lot of my people my age and they're having a hard time walking, having a hard time thinking and all these different things, and, and I think, my, you know, not that I'm better than them, but what happens is this Word of God will keep you healthy. It will, it will. In every area. Well, so I want to exalt my home, and some people criticize that, okay. has raised the property values up all around me. We've done that more than once. Oh, have <laughs> I done that? It's just such a blessing. So, it, and people, and some of the people around me I don't even know. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about today is do not, refuse what God wants to do for you. Mm -hmm. Let him be, uh, in other words, don't hate something God's trying to give you. Right. And he's trying to bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless you going in, bless you going out. If you got, uh, uh, you got health problems and they say, well, you know, uh, you know, your mama had it, your daddy had it, forget about that. You're not genetically uh, linked up with them. Even though in the natural you might be, you genetically linked up with the Lord Jesus Christ. And he don't have diabetes. He don't have blood pressure, high blood pressure, or crippling arthritis or infectious disorder. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or heart trouble. I mean, just because it runs in your family, don't let it run toward you. Put a barricade That's by right. the word of the living God. That's right. That's what we did. Well, that was the blessing of the Lord. In right. fact, 3 John verse 2 says, uh, what does it say? The uh, beloved, beloved, I, I wish, wish above, above all, all things. things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul yeah. prospers. How many things? 
all things. How many things? Lord. <laughs> all things. I and, say, how many things? And it has to do with how your soul, which is your mind, your will, yeah, and your emotions. Right. How you think about what God wants to give to you or what's available to you makes a difference. You were just reading in Proverbs 11. Right. 11. And I want to read it to you in the Passion Translation. Oh, which, which scripture? Verse Proverbs 24? 11, 11. You or 11, 11. that okay. earlier. Okay, read it. just so powerful in several translations, but I think... And I was looking at different ones while you were talking. I'm still just listening, by the way. Okay, the title, let, let me say this, the title of this board is don't hate what God wants to give you. Don't hate what God wants to give he you. He wants to bless you. Let, let, that's right. And I don't care if the people say you shouldn't have Let God do what he does. And what he wants to do, he wants to bless you. This is what this verse says. Okay, verse 11, the blessing of favor resting on the right, upon the righteous influences a city to lift it higher. Ooh, that's good. Isn't that great? But the wicked, but wicked leaders tear it apart by their words. That is so true. You today. were with me when we had a meeting at New Orleans Armstrong International Airport, and they came over and seen how we had fixed up the new uh, offices. Yes, and it's just, their building. Just recently, and yes. remember what I told those people? I said, just because God has a presence on this field, that's a which big is deal. our ministry. Right. I said, this this airport will be blessed. That proves it right there. Yeah. Read that again. The blessing of favor resting upon the righteous. Mm. God, we have that favor upon mm. us as believers. It says it influences a city to lift it higher. Right. So the more righteous you have in a city really makes a difference. Of course, Abraham knew that to be true because he was interceding for the city of Sodom. Yes, right. And God said, he said, Lord, if you find only 40 righteous, will you save it? If you find only 30, yeah. I mean, that whole... Kept going down. Looking for that righteous person in the city to rescue that city from that destruction that was headed to that. But the favor rests upon the righteous, makes a difference in a city. Well, you know, we have a visionary conference that comes up in every July. And what people love about... New Orleans is a place where you eat. I mean, it's got great food and different things. So usually when I get up, I said, I want everybody to listen up. I'm going to tell you where to go eat because I know this city. And, you know, in every restaurant that I say, jam packs out. We always get compliments when they we say, go to God. Thank you so much for But the owners sending. of the restaurant call and say, thank they you. Do. Well, what am I doing? That scripture? That's uplifting, right. Uplifting, doing what God said. Because so, I know it's good. And, and you, you know, we have one true. little place real close by. It's called the Seafood Pot. I'll give them a little plug. Not too far from the ministry, maybe a mile or something like that. Now, it's just typical Cajun, you know what I'm saying? And one time, I said, you, yeah, if you really want what I call typical Cajun, boiled seafood, boiled crawfish, boiled shrimp, boiled crabs, and of course, they got all the other oh, stuff, too. They had a line. Not outside. All, now, we have a levee. See, it stops the Mississippi River when it floods from coming out. It was going up the levee. I mean, they told me about that. They said, my, <laughs> they said, Reverend, would you please uh, warn us in advance? Let us know. Let us know so we can get more people and get more food and all that kind well, of that stuff. That reminds me. I put an ad in their little door window about the conference. Yeah, that'd be a blessing. <laughs> and then people ask me, I have filled up Mr. B's, my favorite restaurant there on Royal Street, right across from the Montelion Hotel there on Royal Street in New Orleans. And the barbecue shrimp, mm -hmm. and the gumbo, yeah, yeah. Making it's me so hungry. Good. I'm telling you, I mean, they said you, they jam-packed the plate. Well, first they trust me. Well, I'm not going to tell them to go eat somewhere that's bad. Mm -hmm. You see, I'm using that blessing that they bless me to bless us. This is what this is about. God is trying to bless you, but you keep rejecting it. And I hate to say this, by the teaching of the church for t millenniums, well, you know, you just can't have that. How come... The church can have beautiful things, beautiful artwork, which I have no problem with. All these wonderful things, but you can. Why can't you? Watch mm -hmm. it. 
it, the Bible says, Jesus, in my father's house are many mansions. Mm -hmm. So you know God got a nice place to live, okay? But he also got you a nice place to live. You see, a true father would want his children to do better than, than, them, than him right. or her or whatever right. it may be. That's right. what I'm talking about. Yet I've seen <laughs> how God has wanted to bless people. I'm not worthy. I'm not this. I'm not that. Oh, and then I hear some people that got money, and they got it by vanity, and you can see it, buddy. I mean, it, money will run away from you in a second. You got to watch it, see? But when you have the blessing of the Lord and make it rich and he added no sorrow, you can enjoy it spiritually, physically, financially, every area of your life. Mm -hmm. Now, there's some of you, the reason why you're struggling because you won't receive what God wants you to have spiritually, physically, financially. Prime example, but just I need more power in my life. Well, bless God, get around the Holy Ghost. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, I don't believe in that. That's why you got less power. Let me give you an example. Peter of the Gospels, Peter of the Epistles. What's the difference? What's in between? Holy Ghost. <laughs> Peter of the Gospels, scared, right. running, kill you, mad, mm -hmm. denies Jesus. Mm -hmm. I neither know nor understand the man. Peter of the Epistles, because he, on the day of Pentecost, he gets filled with the Holy Ghost. What's the difference there? Makes a big difference. You want to crucify me? I'm not worthy to be crucified. Put me right. upside down. Yeah. It don't make a lick of difference what you do. What happened? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to use the words of their enemies. They had been with, with Jesus, Jesus. And they turned the world upside down. Upside down. Well, okay, now Jesus didn't have nothing, really. Do you ever hear Jesus saying, we can't go to Capernaum because we don't have enough money? Can't see mama. Can't see mama. <laughs> uh, we, boys, we got to fast this week because we just don't have nothing in the bag. He got a treasurer. Now, you don't need a treasurer if you, unless, don't have any if you ain't got no money. Right. And he's stealing, Kathy. Three years. He was. He was a thief. A thief. Stealing three years. And watch this. Jesus gives him merciful ball. Judas, you think I'm stupid? I know what you're doing. Trying to give him mercy. See? Watch this. And finally he said, what you do, go do quickly. Mm -hmm. When he leaves the Last Supper, Judas, notice something, ladies and gentlemen, what he says in the scripture that the other disciples say. Where is he going? to give alms. So Jesus, Jesus proved uh, Proverbs 11, 24. Mm -hmm. he, he scattered and he increased. He never struggled in that area. Mm. So I thought, Ephesians 5, verse 1, be ye therefore imitators of God. Now I'm going to shock you when I'm about as dear children. Well, if Jesus didn't struggle spiritually, physically, and financially, don't get mad at me now because I'm about ready to say something. Then Jesse Duplantis and Kathy Duplantis will not struggle spiritually and have not struggled or struggle physically, we have not struggled, or struggle financially, we have not struggled. Mm -hmm. Now, if you say, I don't believe that, you're not ready for me. I just gave you a pearl of great price right there. I gave you a pearl of faith, my God, that if you develop that, right. it will bless you. Instead of it's rejecting not cockiness. it, no. Instead it's of not arrogance. instead of rejecting it, it would be wise to say that happens to me too all the time. Amen. That's what you I'm believing for. Instead of rebuking or turning you away, I think it would be wisdom to say, you know, like brother, that happens to me too. God's no respecter of persons. Yeah. You remember brother uh, Savell, Jerry Savell, a dear Wonderful friend of friend. ours. Hey, he Jerry. had <laughs> lots of messages on favor, and Ooh, I was just thinking man. about that, about this mess, verse of scripture I just read to you in Proverbs. He says he's God's 11. favorite son. <laughs> Proverbs 11, 11. Well, he says that, but, but we're, we know that we are. Anyway, but he has these messages about the favor of God that he is. Oh. He's known for the as the favor guy. Oh, yes, he In is. In fact, they often have talked.
talked about in their family. I don't know if he's preached on it or what, but it was a common thing that they would say, well, what's the, what's the uh, forecast today? What's the weather forecast? They said, fog, heavy fog. Well, F-O-G, favor of God is what they were referring <laughs> to. Right. We have heavy fog, favor of God everywhere we go. You know, it's wonderful if you can realize it's in the word of God. So expect it instead of rejecting it. Yeah. Right? And you know, Jerry and Carol don't have no, have no uh, preeminence about them, no arrogance. Watch this, when we go out and eat, me and Jerry, we, we use, I use the word fight, but it's not actually, we struggle about who's going to pay the bill. Debate. Yeah, we debate. <laughs> now, there's some people think, well, my God, I'm letting you come to eat with me. Uh, you take care of the bill. They don't even try to. Yeah, you know. They, they, that's like, even their part. Yeah, that's like La Cosa Nostra. That's like the mob. You know, if you're an underboss or you're a captain and they got soldiers, a Everything captain. Everything comes back to the mob. Oh, yeah, but well, I'm, I'm showing the analogy. A captain is not picking up that bill. He ain't paying for that bill. An underboss is not, and, uh, is not the boss or the boss of the copper do do the He ain't picking up that bill. They'll sit there. If you, if you used to watch The Sopranos, watch this. You very seldom ever thought, saw Tony Soprano paying for something mm. because it's a boss. Okay, I'm using that as an example, see? Because, in other words, you've got to do this. What's so control, good about us control. who are blessed of the Lord and we have no sorrow? We're saying, let me take care of that for you. Mm -hmm. I want to be a blessing to you. And that's why I met me and, and Jerry and Carolyn and, 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 you know, and Kathy and, and Brother Kenneth Copeman and Gloria. We just have the most wonderful time. And we always say, no, let me buy it. No, let me buy it. Let me buy it. It is just so fun to, to be a blessing because we have blessing mm -hmm. and want to be a blessing. And listen, we don't have, how many times this woman has. This woman. This woman right here. I'm sitting right here. I know, you. this woman. That, there's a movie called That Hamilton Woman, Winston <laughs> Churchill. Watched it 80 times. That hammer. There's another one called what does that, that have foresight to do woman. With this? Okay, this woman, this Kathy woman. This Kathy. How many times I've been sitting in a restaurant, she leaned over to me and said, Jesse, now I have no idea what you're gonna say. You see that table over there? I said, yeah. She said, I wanna pay for their dinner. I don't go, well, we didn't come here with them. <laughs> They're not sitting with us. I said, okay. So we call or we get our waitress said, uh, get the other way to tell us to bring us the bill. We don't, we're not looking for notoriety. Just want to be a blessing. You know how many people say, oh, no, you can't do that. You know what we say? We already have. Yeah. We already have. Just, uh, so don't reject what God's already done for you. Yes, that's Just good. accept it. Exactly. And allow God so you can be a blessing. How many of you would love to pay your mother's home off? Your grandparents? How many of you would love to send your kids to school you want them to work, you want them to be, but they don't have to work to pay to go to school. Mm. But they might want to be a blessing to you, you know, by getting a job or doing, I don't know, whatever. But what I'm saying is, it's just being the blessing of the Lord. I had one of the most wonderful things told me the other day. What? And I think both of us made us smile. My wonderful granddaughter, I only have one daughter, one granddaughter, went on a field trip with her school, uh, 14 years old. She got on a little checking account, and it's yeah. a blessing. Well, they, I guess they didn't tell the kids to bring any money. You know, they got little trinkets and stuff like that. Meredith had her debit card or whatever they call that kind of stuff. And she says, <laughs> you know, I'm We're not trying to teach her how to manage her money. Man, you we're teaching her how to manage money. You know, so, so, you to know, value to teach her. How the value of it, not to squander. To take it to the next she's generation. She's known as a saver. She yeah, squander. she saves. So she says, listen, y'all want a little bracelet? I'll buy it. And they went, oh, no, no, no. We'll pay you back. She says, oh, no. Don't worry about it. She learned that from me, learned that from you, learned that from her mother, she's and you know, and, and, and Jay, and uh, uh, the wife says, she spent, she charged three hundred dollars. 
Over 300. Over 300. Watch this. The teacher texts. Text Jody. Text Jody. But she said, your daughter has bought all this stuff. And, you know, instead of going, oh, God, you know what? Jody's. I love what Jody. She said, oh, yeah, that, that's normal. She said, let me tell you something about Meredith. She may not spend money for months. She saves her money. But when she's ready to do something, she goes do it. And so we talked to her. At the, and she, she said, well, yeah, I just Sunday. wanted to. Yeah. I said, so you pulled a grandfather is what you did. And she imitated her mother. But her, remember yes, her did. mother did that too? Yes, she did. Her Jody mother, did the same uh, when she was just young, she was playing at a little park. and She was five years old. Was she five or six? Five years old. A little old. bitty. And she was, they, you know, in those days, it was okay to go like two, three blocks down and play at the park. You could send your child to the park and it no was, one would sexually molest She was molest having her. a fun time. Anyway, the ice cream truck. What did I tell her about food? You told her Never food. eat in front of someone without offering them something. So she had some, she wanted an ice cream. And she, yeah, so here comes the, the ice cream truck. Ding, 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 ding. Now, I don't know any of this. Now, watch that. There were 70 kids in that park. So they stopped. She said, I'll give everybody an ice cream. And the, <laughs> the ice cream man went, what? Give everybody an ice cream and go down to the end of the street on that left-hand side at that yellow house and just tell my daddy to pay for it. So the man did it. Gave him all the ice cream. So all of a sudden I hear ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and I thought, Kathy must have stopped. Child. Yeah, I thought you had stopped ice cream because you want some ice cream. And he says, this Jesse the Plants lives here? And I come up, Kathy said, the ice cream man won't talk to you, does he? So I said, yes, sir. Can I help me see you, Jesse the Plants? I said, yes, sir. And I believe it. He said, you owe me $47 and something. That's what ice cream was like, you know, 15, 20 cents, 30, 47. I said, he said, do you have a daughter named Jody? I said, yes. He said, she bought everybody in the park an ice cream. And he did this. So I took, I paid him the money. And then after he left, I ran outside and I went like this. You got to excuse me. I hope the mic's not there. I don't want to blow you in. Jordy! Jordy! I screamed. And she looked. And here come about 15, 20 kids with her licking ice cream. Thank you, Mr. Jacob. Thank you, Mr. Jesse. So I said, thanks, kids. Y'all enjoying your ice cream, popsicles, and all that? Yes, this is a true story. I said, Jody, daddy need to talk to you for just a second. So she walks in. Watch that. She's eating her ice cream. I said, what you doing? What's the matter with you? She said, do we have, exactly, we're five years old. Do we have a problem? <laughs> I said, yeah, we got a problem. I said, you bought everybody in the park an ice cream? And then she said that. She remembered, she used my word. Mm -hmm. When are you going to use God's word? Mm -hmm. She said, well, Dad, didn't you say don't eat anything in front of anybody but offer them something? Mm -hmm. I said, that's exactly what I said. She said, well, I did what you said. Did you pay the man? I said, I paid the man. She said, then we don't have a problem. <laughs> she trusted that you could handle it. Ah, okay, let me tell you something. The Lord says. I can handle it. Uh, don't eat in front of anybody when I offer them something. You Share see, the, the good, analogy, that's what I mean. It was people, such right? a blessing. Jody never thought twice about that. Why? Because her dad and mom said, uh, don't eat something when I offer somebody something. Mm -hmm. She didn't make no difference about what it caught. Well, God says, hey, I'll bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless you going in, bless you going out. Everybody. So yeah. everybody, doesn't make any difference. I mean, you can buy the whole restaurant. Uh, uh, the dinner if you want to. i never forget years ago before I was born again, I drank a lot. There's been times I stood up because I made a lot of money back in the day. I stood up and it might be maybe, I don't know, I'd be in some little, I call it a jug joint, a little bar. I said, all the drinks on me. I'm going to buy everybody a drink in the place. Now, drinks then were about like $2, I think. I don't know how they are. Maybe a dollar and a half. Then. 
you know, for, they called it a highball. I don't know why I call it, it whiskey and whatever, you know. But anyway, and, and I thought, you know, if I could do that for the devil, yeah. why can't I do that for Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay if it's alcohol. I remember we watched Westerns, oh, oh, oh drinks on all of uh, us. Drinks on us. Yeah. Everybody was happy yeah. about it. But boy, or he, uh, he, he probably stole that money from the church. I hadn't stole anything from the church. I don't do that. You see what I'm saying? I do this. The blessing of the Lord didn't make it the rich. Right, right. And he added no sorrow. I had such a blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, this has happened to me so many times. And I'm telling you, I'll walk out of a restaurant. I don't know how many times this happened. <laughs> and it is not an hour go by. Every dime that I spent, you know, blessing people. Right. I got it back <clears throat> sometimes tenfold. Well, I got a scripture for you on that. Go ahead. Proverbs 11, 24, which you read already. Right. right. But the Passion Translation of it says, generosity brings prosperity, but withholding from charity brings poverty. Then verse 25 says, those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. Oh, that's a true. And the one who pours out his life... Um, <clears throat> To pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. Brother, I am saturated. Jerry, you, we had to, Jerry said, he said this many times, Jesse, get more money give to him or, or people just wanting to bless him. That's well, I thank you for that. Blessing of the Lord. You know, and, 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 and when me and Jerry and, 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 and Carolyn and Kenneth and Gloria, you know, we, and, and Dennis and Vicki Burke and, and Happy and Jean Nicole, we kind of get together and we love uh, uh, Phyllis and, and uh, Keith Moore. We, you ought to see us, man. No, no, let me buy. We just have more fun. Mm -hmm. And we just enjoy each other just being a blessing. So don't reject what God wants to do for you. Right. And certainly don't reject your healing if you're sick. I had one of the greatest things happen to me the other day. Uh, when I said the other day, it's now probably a month and a half, two months ago, two people came up to me and said they had stage four cancer. You know, stage four. I don't think there's a stage five. You get to stage four, that's it. You're going to die. Okay, watch this. I said, well, by Jesus' stripes, you're healed. Now, do you want to live or do you want to die? We want to live. We prayed for them. They got back all their reports, no cancer. Mm -hmm. Now, watch this. None. But you never know. It might come back. Yeah, it might. It'll come to you. It won't go to them if you put the barricade of the faith, the shield of faith. And me and Bless Kathy, I, I, I picked up her cell phone the other day. And I read a, a text from uh, these wonderful people that come to our church. And they had been fighting this really bad at MD Anderson's, I believe, in, in Houston. And they, the MD Anderson doctors are freaking out. This should not have happened. Well, in the natural, no. But we're supernatural here. We know how to believe God. So spiritually, physically, he wanted hundredfold return in his physical body. Diagnosed and completely. Not. And in fact, they said, we can't explain this. Uh, we just have to say a miracle took place. I, I, you know, we don't want to talk about that. But so we go just watch it. You just go home. Yeah. But his wife would run into the church, come running up to the altar, shouting and praising God. You think they'd mind if I said that name? I don't know if I should have done. They don't I? need to. I don't need to. Well, need we'll protect. I'd rather them. ask them first. Yeah, ask them first. And I would just watch it, just shout and praise God. And I thought, man, I said, this is a miracle in motion here. Amen. You see, Amen. and that was such the blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I'm talking about. So when you think about the blessing of the Lord and make it rich, it's not just finance, even though it is a part of that. 
But it's spiritual when you're flowing right. in the Holy Ghost, and it's also physical when you're walking in the body. Right, now. and you can't trust in riches, although that belongs no, to you. Yeah, that that right. same chapter we were in, Proverbs 11, we just read 24 and 25, but 28 says, Keep trusting in your riches, and down you'll go. This is the Passion Translation. Okay. He says, but lovers of God will rise up like flowers in the spring. Praise so you've God. got to trust in God, not in riches, but the riches do belong to those that are righteous. And flowers it's have fragrances. We should, be, we should have a great smell about us. That is The true. Spirit of God. That's I like right. that. Read that again. Keep oh, oh. trusting in your riches and down you'll go. Oh, but the lovers of God rise up like flowers in the spring. Yeah. That's a great promise. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, God wants to bless you today. You know, when I was coming over, I said, Lord, what do you want to talk about? I had something else in my mind. He said, I want you to go to go Proverbs 10, Proverbs 11, and Proverbs 13. Hmm. Different verses. So I just reached over my Bible and, um, and I thought, my God. He said, people are rejecting what I want to do for them. The reason why they're struggling financially, they will not first give. They won't, ex they won't expect to receive because they've been told by someone else that that's greed or uh, give, but don't expect nothing in return. And no farmer in his right mind would ever sow a seed without expecting a harvest. Mm -hmm. You don't fall in love with the money. You fall in love with the seed giver who is Christ, you know. The El the if you seek the healer, you get the healing. Mm -hmm. If you seek the provider, you get the provision. Yeah. It, ju it's just, it just happens all the time. You know, it's also connected to our discipline and our faithfulness and doing Amen. what God is calling us to do. You know, he's the one who makes us rich, but he gives us ideas. He gives us concepts. He gives us uh, cons wisdom to how sure. to work in life. And this verse is still in Proverbs chapter 12. I know you're in this three chapters, so I'm just mm -hmm. seeing a few that in, in my sure. iPad, I highlight things. And if they're green, that's usually prosperity related. Right. So this one says in Proverbs chapter 12, Proverbs 12, verse 24 says, if you want to reign in life, that means be successful, I guess. If you want to reign in life, don't sit on your hands. Instead, work hard at doing what's right. Oh, man. For the slacker will end up working to make someone else succeed. Yeah. So this, to me, brings in the concept of how God really wants to bless us. But you, you, it's not going to happen without your, your cooperation, without your believing or acting on what God is telling you to do. I believe God gives people business ideas. In fact, I was speaking not too long ago that saying that God really wants us to expand our expectation. You know, if you're, uh, God wants to show us how we can prepare to receive more. He's, if you believe he's wanting to give you more, what are you doing to prepare for that more? Have you opened up another bank account? Have you begun to look for a bigger property that will hold your business because you're going to be outgrowing the place right. that you're at? Or if you think you have everything you want, desire, and need, then give it away. I had a lady one time tell me that. She said, you know, Brother Jackson, I don't need any more money. I got enough. And I said, well, you selfish thing. And she just looked at me like I lost my mind. I said, you have the anointing of increase. Sir. Won't you receive it and just give it away? Yeah. So, you, know, you, know, you don't have to keep it. Just, 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 just give well, it away. Well, God is raising up kings that will help finance the gospel. I've heard it said, either you go and you preach the gospel or you send someone to do yeah, that. It's the same so thing. we all have a part in this great revival, mm. the great message that God wants to get out to the world. We're all connected in this. We need, yeah. we're, God's called us to go and we give as well, but God calls sure. people to give to us so that we can go and do what he's called well, us to do. You know, and that's why so many people will uh, criticize us because of prosperity, because Satan says, see, if you break that money power, Everything that the devil has has been stolen. He's a thief. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The Bible said you catch him, he has to return it sevenfold in the substance of his house. See, everything he had, and let me help you, even the banks, you know, all the banks, all these, 
huge banks like J.P. Morgan and Wells Fargo and all that. You know, you're talking billions and trillions of dollars. It's your money. Who has the power in America or any other country is the savers, right. and they pay them nothing. Mm. If everybody, you ever heard of a run on the banks that happened in the Great Depression? If everybody would go to them banks and start pulling their money out, it would shake the world to its feet because it operates on your money. I doubt they you could see? produce it. They the, it, it oh, <laughs> it operates on your money. The power's in your hand. But see, they make you feel like, well, if you open up an account, I'll give you a teapot. Well, that's nice. You know, that's nice. That's not the issue, you know. But, you know, but watch this. <laughs> you do business with somebody, and, and they won't give you a loan. You know, I, I saw something the other day on, get this uh, Ford 250, you know, you know uh, a, truck? A, a truck thing. And, but there was, I like the small print. And then watch, they said, only for very well, very well qualified buyers. That's the disclaimer across the Yeah, bottom. in other words, they want to get you in there, and so, most people are not going to get it because you could probably maybe have to put down 40% to get that particular deal. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's the same thing about lawyers, and I, I'm not against lawyers. I have lawyers that work for me. They say, he got me this, he got me. Yeah, but how much of what he got, what he got you that he took? They don't talk about that. Their percentage, right. That's correct. See what I'm saying? They won't talk about that. See what I'm saying? Wait a minute. See, so when you understand that the, you don't have to win a lawsuit to get blessed. That's right. That's right. You can be blessed in the city, or blessed in the field, ticket. blessed going in. Yeah. God you don't have to win the way. lottery. I mean, you know, and I've heard this, uh, that a lot of lottery winners are broke in three to five years. Most of them in jail because they didn't know how to handle their money. Mm. You see, they didn't know what to do with it. And some of these great families, you know, of American history, like the Vanderbilt, where, what happened to all that? Mm. Because somebody abused it. And gee, God wants to help you. And I'm going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. When you get to heaven, you, you, there won't be, and there's nothing wrong with living in trailers. I was raised in trailers. Or what do you call them? Uh, mobile homes or what do you call them? There's another name for them. Um, manufactured manufactured home. home. When you get to heaven, <laughs> you are going to be shocked what you lived in. You know why? Because God wants you blessed in the city, in the field, going in, going out. That's in heaven as well as on the earth. Amen. And well, that's only when we get to heaven. No, no, no. Then you better go read that Our Father prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done where? Here. As it is where? There. So it's about time you start getting blessed because you want to be a blessing to your children or your children's children. Now, you know, Jesus put something in the scripture, and we'll close out on this, that a good man makes an inheritance for his children's children. Right. That's Proverbs 20, 13, yeah. 22, that's a, it's, a, it's a phenomenal. A children, that's three generations. And yet you're struggling right now to barely make it yourself, much less trying to help your kids. But God said if you quit rejecting what I want to give you because of some erroneous teaching, you'll never accomplish what God wants you. I want you to be super spiritual, super healthy, super wealthy. Mm -hmm. Why? But don't let it, don't walk around like this because you got good health. Huh, look how healthy I am. Well, you old sick dog. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Look you, down on someone Yeah, else. you don't do that. 
You just tell some people, you know how I got help. I did this, or I eat this. Help this them. is my plan. Right. You Find help their them. Path to healing. Spiritual. Man, I just I want to flow in them Holy Ghost gifts like you do. Okay. Don't say that. Well, now, you know, you just got to be special to flow like that. And only God should. No, help them. Well, teach them. Right. Jesus said in Matthew 28, he said, you teach them, you baptize them, and you make them observe the commandments that I told them. That's it. Teach, baptize, observe. And do that, and it'll work for you. And you'll get so used to that that you, you won't even realize how great of a blessing you are, and that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Because, see, there's no sorrow in it, none whatsoever at all. And God wants to help you. So I want to pray for you right now. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want, I want, I don't want you to stop rejecting the blessing of the Lord and receive it spiritually, physically, and financially. You hear what I'm saying? Can, I, can we pray for him? Sure. Father, in Jesus' name, you, you told Lord. us to talk about this today. I yes. gave him scriptures. I gave him what you said. Not me. I, Lord, I'm looking at the camera. I want him to see me. Thank I you, want Lord. you to Thank bless you, these Lord. people. Yes. I ask you to honor them Thank today. You, spiritually, physically, financially. And Lord, that those troubled areas in their life will go away. And there'll be a blessing going somewhere to bless. Spiritually, physically, financially. Make them seed sowers so they can be harvest receivers. Father, I decree that, I declare that today in Jesus' name. Now, I'm going to close with this. You know why I love to lay my hands on, uh, and, and, and the Bible said, heal the sick? Well, if I, if I sow healing, Kathy, I get health. Because you believe in it. Why, and I get why health. would you pray if you didn't believe in it? My harvest is health. That's a blessing. Okay, you know why the I like to bless people spiritually? It. Because I grow even spiritually. My harvest is more spiritual. You know why I like to bless people? I sow seed. Because my, my, my finances, my, my wealth, if you want to call it this, gets bigger and bigger. So today, sow a seed spiritually, physically, mm -hmm. financially, and expect the harvest. You'll feel better. You'll get way more blessing financially. You'll get phenomenal uh, things coming from God if you sow it spiritually too. Mm -hmm. It will happen to you. I mean that. God is no respecter person. None whatsoever at all. And I mean, and, if, and, and we're living good. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we could live any better, Kathy. I, I, I don't know, you know. Well, <laughs> heaven's a good when yeah, heaven, better. yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> but my, you mean on earth, no? I'll... Yeah, you know, people always ask me when you're going to retire. What I'm trying to do, not trying, I'm going to do, I put the pressure on God every day. Oh, Heavenly Father, release Jesus to come and get us. Not afraid to die. Nah, dying's easy. It's living hard. But I want to start, watch this. I'm not going, I don't want to just go to heaven and lay on the ground and angel drop a grape in my mouth. I want to start my eternal work. Retirement is not for me physically in this life or in the life to come in heaven. Right. I'm going to do something for the Lord. Yeah. I just want to be what he wants me to be. That's right. And he wants you to be that. So don't reject anything spiritually, physically, and financially. Now, don't walk up to people and say, are you the person that's supposed to bless me? Or oh, I'm believing for a ring just like this. No, so, yeah. no that, that, that's a religious God's kind of source, not other yeah, people. No, you don't make people your source. He's your, see, that's because you've fallen in love with money. Mm -hmm. That's what's bad. You don't fall in love with that. She read you a scripture, it will destroy you. Mm -hmm. But if you believe God's word, it'll come to you like a tsunami, not of destruction, but of great blessing. And thank y'all for watching and sending in your comments. I just want to read a few of them before we go sure. on. Debbie says hello from England. David says watching from Armenia. Uh, 
Crystal says, I love watching you two interact and be real with each other. Amen. Nadine says, we certainly need to hear the same message 50 times or more <laughs> to really get it down in our spirit. You know, some of you have heard the message of prosperity, but it really hasn't gotten into your spirit. We believe today you've had a breakthrough moment. Denver, someone in Denver, I don't know if it's Denver, the name of the name uh, or the city. It says, I love Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy. God bless you both always. Shirley says, thank you, God. Thank God for showing us what the real truth is about God's word. So thank you, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathleen. Love you both. Isn't that great? So I'm going to close with this. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And you're ready? He added no, no sorrow, sorrow with, with it. it. Till next time, Jesse and Kathy saying, have a great and glorious day and watch the harvest of God come your way. See you soon. Bye-bye.